Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Emails, questions, and complaints. Wrestling's Hard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. Very exciting week. Exciting week. So much shit going on. NFL started. That's exciting, right? What's going on? Yeah, NFL started. Yeah. I've been laughing about uh, Ace Steel since last week and his yeah. and his yeah. fine wine. So. I um. Hi. I I I had my lyrics all laid out. I just couldn't bring it to conclusion. We'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll see if. Uh, listeners, I wrote a song. <laughs> In tribute to the collapse of AW's top of the card dudes, including Ace Steel, um, and Pat Buck. Right? Isn't that a guy? The backstage guy, Pat Buck? Pat Buck. He got suspended, too. So did Michael Nakazawa. They all got suspended. But I wrote a song. And uh, I'm keeping it a secret. Because I want I want to reveal it to everyone. Live. As we record. But I can't bring it together. I can't bring it together at the end. I got it. It's there. The sound bite, like the instrumental sound bite I have for the song I want to use... Only go so far. It's not the entire song. So I have to kind of wrap it up. I'm having a hard time wrapping it up. I can't, You're this is like producing a, this, a tune here. I am. I'm producing. Like I'm working paper. hard. I was, on, I was sitting cross-legged on my uh, living room floor laughing to myself while as I was writing it. And my wife's just going, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, I, I could read this all to you, but it would be Greek. You wouldn't know what any of this yeah. means. <laughs> I definitely have Larry the dog shitting in a laundry bin, though. Chris, hello. How are you? How are you? Excellent. How long how are you? sitting on how long sitting on the floor cross-legged did uh, it take for your feet to fall asleep? Not that long. Yeah. Still a little flexible, even though I'm fat and old. I got it. We're good. Plus, I have half the veins removed from my left leg, so. Oh, there you go. There's no, there's no blood flow. Anywhere. Stop. There's no blood. It's just the limp. Uh, you know, um, big weekends. Queen died. Let's move on. Who? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. People were really upset that we they like people were making fun of it. Hey man. Who because was they it? watch. I actually had somebody say like, hey, "She's so great." Oh, the television show was so great. Was like, it's not real. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God, this happened. Chris, you watching like, Game of Thrones, right? Yes. Brandon, you watched Game episode, of Thrones? Yeah. yeah, well, I didn't watch Sunday night, but... Oh, okay, I'm not going to give shit away then. I was going to make it yeah, joke. I'm an, ep- I'm an episode behind. Okay. You can go ahead. I don't care. Chris might. No, I don't care. No. Uh, they're, uh, people are like, oh, uh, well, I'm not going to say who. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to reveal it if I said it. If you didn't watch Game of Thrones, hey, fast forward fucking 10 seconds. So, yeah. um, you know, p- people are shipping uh, uh, the two Targaryens. Like, oh, they're a wonderful couple. They're fucking related. It's her uncle. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? What? Oh, they, they fucking? Oh, I figured that was going to happen. They fucking. They, oh, I figured uh, They're kind of fucking. I figured as much. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. So, first of all, Game of Thrones has a knack of giving away what's going to happen by showing you. So, all right. I mean, let's, let's take this back Tony, a little bit because very I think Tony the, Khan of them. Yeah, they're the Tony Khan of, of of fantasy shows. Let's take it back a little bit because I think the entire world, unless you read the books, was surprised by the Red Wedding. So, no, I no yeah. no no no, I, I agree with that. But they do have an and and frankly, it, it they do a really good job of it with Game of Thrones. Is that like 
they have to do it because there's so many characters that you forget who dudes are, right? So they say previously on Game of Thrones. Well, if you're in season four, they go all the way back to season one. Right. Then you go, oh, I guess that dude's in the episode today. Right, right, right. Which it's not really a spoiler because they have to do it or you'd be fucking confused. But they did some. So we watched. And then afterwards on uh, HBO Max, they have that like behind the scenes. and They kind of tell you about everything, what yeah, they were yeah. trying to get here. I watched that. All right. I, I, that. I watched that. I watched it with the original one. So anyway, they fast forward that. Since I was a week behind, it went to the next episode. Okay. So I watched through the credits. Instead of going to that that little clip, it went to the next episode. Previously on Game of Thrones. And something happened in the previously on Game of Thrones. I mean, we're talking about it, right? So I can just say. So when they were like previously on Game of, or, you know, House, whatever it's called. um, Doctor Who put the medallion around her neck. And I was like, oh, there we go. Doctor Who. Yeah. But I will tell you this. I'm surprised. I was I was kind of like, hmm, Doctor Who? Kind of digging Doctor Who in that role. Yeah, he's not terrible. Yeah. His wig is terrible. Ter- I, I fucking hated that. Well, it's, it's anybody with fucking pale white hair looks like their hair is fake, even if it's real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Eh. Who cares? Brandon, yeah, I will, Brandon, thoughts? I will say I, I've been watching that show and I got the book, uh, Fire and Blood or whatever. Fire and Ice. And I was like, okay, this is my last. No, this is Fire and Blood, okay, the, this specific to this show. But um, I was like, this is my last chance to nerd out. I didn't read the Game of Thrones books. I'm unemployed. Maybe I'll just crush this and be that, be on this side of the uh, picture for once. It's not like the Game of Thrones books. This is like reading a like a textbook for mm-hmm. a fake. It's like a fake history book. Yeah, it's like there's no dialogue. Line. And it's just like, uh, you know, in 22 AC, the, the blah, 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 did this. Very boring. But I think that that's the reason, like, the dialogue in this show is notably worse than Game of Thrones to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they don't have anything to go off of. Whereas George, they could kind of lean on George R. R. Martin with the original series. They're trying to make shit up out of a textbook here. And it's, uh, I think that's the clear worst part of the show, as sick as some of the scenes are. It is, you well, know, it's one of the silly things is about this show and it really stuck out in this latest episode which you guys will say is just that there's a a dungeons ma- dungeon master and dungeon and dragons level of intrigue and suspense to it where it's like it just seems amateur and i think this might tie into the into your dialogue aspect of it where it's like someone arrives in court Everybody's there to meet this person in court. Everything gets quiet. And they're standing in there going, Brother, what, what, what have you done? Well, why are you here? I'm here to beg my allegiance yes. to the king. Everybody claps. Like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, who acts like this in the real world? Like, the people in the crowd are like, <laughs> It's very amateur. I do not like and, it. And it's also like, okay, we're blowing through hypothetically years of history here mm-hmm. when we are going to touch on something i don't need you to tell the plot to me where they're like oh here comes uh the lannister brother that wants to fuck the targaryen mm-hmm. he's is the hand of the king comes up he's going to want to fuck your daughter 
okay, he comes up. Then then the guy comes up. He explains how he wants to fuck your daughter. He explains, and it's like, okay, if we're going to blow through, if you're going to cover this moment for three of the 60 minutes in your four years of history we're skipping, I don't need you to then, hey, here's what's going to happen. Show what happened. Here's why it happened to me. Just move. Have a, keep it keep it clean and uh, intelligent with the dialogue. That's why I like the original show. And they also take three minutes. Chris likes that part, the three minutes at the end of the show where they describe everything that you just saw. Yeah, why it happened? Good. It's like mm, I just watched it. <laughs> I can figure it out, man. Yeah, I ain't that bright. Sometimes okay. I need a little filler. I like to see, like you know. Yeah, no, I'm dumb. <laughs> I also like the show. I, I, I don't bitch. I find it engaging. It's. I will say, if we were to take two fantasy shows, the fucking Lord of the Rings one is killer. I don't know though, man. That one's fucking. I awesome. watched it. They had they, all the elves weren't white. You no, can't yeah. watch it. Too many brown shit, people. Man, what the fuck? What the fuck? Hey, fucking, what's wrong with ring? this country? Now look, <laughs> they're ruining my childhood. They almost just, dude. I almost stopped watching Game of Thrones because I saw an Asian in armor. I was like, fuck this. Where did he come from? This shit's woke. Only white people fuck. in this world. <laughs> fucking honky ass motherfuckers. Where's Yellowstone? Is new season of Yellowstone. <laughs> We're being facetious. Yes, we are. We, I yeah. don't, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy, uh, I wasn't angry when they casted Michael Dark Clark, Michael Clark Duncan. Michael as, Dark. Michael Dark Clark. Michael Dark Duncan. Saying, first of all, he's dead, yeah, so. R.I.P. R.I.P. Him all, and the Queen, R.I.P. Second of all, I was, I was smashing, I think, Clark and Duncan together, and I got the D in, yeah, so I'm explaining it's myself. It's understandable. It's understandable. Uh, so anyway, uh, I was not angry at, at that man's casting as the kingpin in the worst there that worst one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that I wasn't angry that 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 you know the largest man in professional acting that could actually act in his intimidating looking played the kingpin. <laughs> he's fucking bald and he's fucking huge. You got the bases covered. I don't give a go. shit what color he is. Yeah, and deep ass voice. Is this a take on the 2003 Daredevil with Ben Affleck? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay, yeah. I just want to be sure I know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, so bad. <laughs> Do you have anything else to talk about? Because there ain't much to talk about wrestling-wise. You got anything you want to get off your chest, Brandon? I don't think that I do. I don't know. We can just keep talking about what's going on in uh, streaming services this week. Yeah. Uh, I do recommend the Lord of the Rings show is pretty damn good. Yeah, and we're going to watch heard... that when I'm done everything else because I can't take – it's just too much. I have to – that's a great thing. You miss it, it's never fucking going anywhere. No, it's there. You never have to find it. Yeah, Brandon. I heard that – I followed this, like, Lord of the Rings nerd guy online, and he was saying that they don't own all of the rights to, like, the lore of the show, so they're, like, fucking stuff up or smooshing stuff together. I, I wouldn't know enough to know what they're doing, but – I'm not that, that was much of a unbearable that nerd that it would upset me. <laughs> well, <Right>. Okay. <laughs> I have a, I have a the ability to understand that sometimes you got to cut to the chase in some of these stories, and you can't yeah. have the third line di- dynasty storyline of the elves. And oh, these elves have too many. Long, there's too many long hair elves. There's not enough short hair elves. I heard that argument actually happening. I'm like, what the fuck are you people talking about? What, you, what is this? This is what upsets you in the world. The queen's dead. <laughs> the queen. Chris, go. It was also 9-11. What? 
It's also 9-11 the other day. You never forget. What'd you do for 9-11? Did you, did you barbecue? I didn't, I didn't forget. I totally forgot until somebody sent me a meme. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's today? Today is the 13th, which means the 9-11 was the first day of football. And nobody gave a shit because it was the first day of fucking the NFL, first NFL Sunday, I should say. Um, they win. Did they win? So, yeah, they won. Yeah. So, uh, they, um, from what I understand, Amazon years ago was trying to get their own Game of Thrones. So they purchased the rights to produce a Lord of the Rings. This has been going on forever. Mm-hmm. You know, for since like mid Game of Thrones times. They purchased the rights of, um, what is that, like seven, eight years ago, right? Like it's season three. Game of Thrones and after Game, and yeah, Anno Domini. Game of Thrones. So we, uh, so they purchased the rights to, uh, do the Tolkien franchise because they wanted a Game of Thrones of their own. Uh, but the Tolkien franchise, the estate is like, yo, no foul language and no boobs. That's how it rolls. You can't do this. So Amazon backed off. And they were like, oh, we got an idea. And they fucking they tried to purchase the rights or they did purchase the rights to George to, to uh, George R.R. R. Martin. Oh, not George R.R. R. Martin. Um, fucking uh, Robert oh, E. Howard. Um, Robert E. Howard. Conan. Conan the Barbarian, which would have been all tits and fucking. <laughs> it would have just been pure chaos. If you ever read like the comics are awesome. But if you ever read that, that books, it, that's all it is. It's sexy time and boobs and sweating and fucking. There you go. Um, but they never made it. And they made this, and I'm sure if they had made the Conan property, everybody would have been like, well, you know, Conan's right ear is a little bit bigger than his left ear because he got cut by Thraxus, the man monster. I just made that up. (laughs) In third book, it's just like, just fucking watch it, dude. Well, I was like, yeah, we were watching the the Lord of the Rings, or no, sorry, Game of Thrones one, and um. The kid, there's a baby named Aegon. And I was like, oh, fuck, Aegon the Conqueror, okay. You know, because he's a legendary character of lore in Game of Thrones. And then the father of the kid is like, like your ancestor, Aegon the Conqueror. I'm like, all right, so this ain't Aegon the Conqueror. This is just some other kid named Aegon, so this kid's probably dead. <laughs> yeah, like, what? You know what I mean? Why? I mean, I guess Aegon the irrelevant. Yeah, like, why are we? <laughs> How about, like, economy of words, right? So that line Aegon, could Dagon, just been taken Dagon, the fuck out. Charon, Kygon. Why did, oh, Aegon, just like your right. father, just like your ancestor, Aegon the Conqueror. How about we just don't even say that? Well, his last name was Conqueror. That's the difference. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it, like what Brandon was saying earlier, though, this whole thing, like the dialogue, I don't give a fuck if there's dialogue in the book to base it off. You're a fucking writer. That's what Write saying. some. What the fuck? Amateurish. Like, it's amateur hour to just get it out, get it out, get it out. I do have a gripe. Did I did I make my gripe about Discovery Plus last week? I don't know. I've been bitching about it for fucking weeks now. Yeah, the ads? Yeah, well, now they have ads on HBO, bottom left-hand corner of HBO screen. When oh, you watch you see- it live. Joanna Gaines ad came up when I was watching. Uh, I knew this was going to happen. So Discovery is HGTV and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, watch this, you know, watch uh, Succession, watch all Game of Thrones, watch Joanna Gaines housewarming or some shit. And I'm like, what are you putting this dumbass fucking bullshit that honestly, I mean, I do list, I do watch HGTV. 
But there's no genius to that fucking television. You put that on and you look at your phone the whole time. Then once in a while they're like, oh, we're going to put this, uh, uh, we're going to put a, a molding up along the ceiling. You go, oh, let me watch them do this. Maybe they'll show me. They never show you anything. They never show you the science behind it. They just do it. And I get dookied on before watching this old house. This old house is good. Who Where they actually install the shit. It is. It's good. It's just really, the, their dialogue is hilarious. It's like Game of Thrones dialogue. Yeah, but who gives a shit? Hey, like, John. guys. There's almost yeah, like that. <laughs> Let's put this in. Hey, I just so happen to have this table saw out. It's it's, it's funny. I love them. Yeah. Brandy, final thoughts on the everything but wrestling? Um, no, the only thing I, I actually for, forgot I was going to mention, I did spend 9-11 with an American hero, former Eagles quarterback, Donovan McNabb. Oh, I saw photos. Yeah. How'd it go? Yeah, he's a dick pecker. He was very nice. <laughs> Did we forget about his dick pics? Did he send dick pics? I don't know. Yeah, that's why he's not on TV anymore. Oh, really? I was thought it was big? the DUIs. Oh, was it the DUIs? I thought he was sending the dick pics. Oh, did you just make that up, Chris? No, I, I, I could have sworn. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, look, there was a period where every other dude that broadcast every other sport was getting caught sending dick pics. So maybe he, maybe it was just the DUIs. So how'd it go with Donovan McNabb? He was super friendly. Um... I, I'm not that type of guy that's the celebrity guy, and that's really all I wanted to talk about with you guys was – so I, I forget if I've talked about these people before, but my um, girlfriend's sister works for one of the big gambling companies, and they have like – basically, if you lose enough money, you get become a VIP, and you get to, they start to host events for you to make you feel uh, special. And it's not like back in the day, you like you would hear those rumors of – in Atlantic City, if you win enough money playing blackjack, you get a free hotel room for the night or the right, week or something until you lose. This isn't those kind of gamblers. These are people that are in the hole a hundred times over. Then they they'll bring Donovan McNabb out to to uh, take a picture with them. So I am watching all of these people interact with Donovan McNabb, and it's just the most uncomfortable thing in the world where all these grown men turn back into like eight year olds, and they're just like, "Are you still friends with Deuce Daly?" Who's phone Do you like the quarterback? Vibrate and ring in there. No, that's me. Sorry. Do you still like the quarterback? McNabb. Yeah, that's McNabb. Don't talk about him. Can't crash in your couch, buddy. So I spent most of my Sunday awkwardly trying to not make eye contact as Donald McNabb paced around and block out these conversations of these fucking forty-year-old nerds that lost fifty thousand dollars on Root Kings app. <laughs> uh, ask, ask the ask the quarterback of the Eagles from the, 20 years ago uh, what he would do with their with this offense and if their Andy Reid was actually a good coach and shit like that. So I don't know where you guys stand on this like celebrity thing. I know Chris you used to have one of the Eagles come in and try to leave him alone. Isn't this kind of a fucking strange thing around here? So yeah, I mean, look, I had we had a guy, one of the Eagles, current Eagle actually, used to come in and uh, just because he lived in the neighborhood. And um, I used to like kind of because I got to like know him as a bar regular. I'm not going to say friend. I wasn't friends with the guy, but I got to know him like kind of as a bar regular. He would come in and see us and hang out and shoot the shit with all the other guys that were there on a regular basis. But you had to play. I would have to play like um, I don't want to say security, but I would traffic cop. Like if I saw him walking in the door. And I would have to give him like the old like, yo, sit there, like go sit there. 
don't sit over there. These guys are already eyeballing you. Like that. You know? Like, no, no. Oh, angry? Like, no, they, well, you know, like, let's just do it like this. If, I, if you're watching on video, you'll see it like this. Drunken lips. Eyebrows. Trying to figure out how to. <laughs> that's me. That's me describing it to our listeners. Processing how I would. Um, how, I must how, have something to say how, to this I guy. I must have something to say to him. I can't leave him alone. Or yeah. you would have to like be like sit here. That'll create the wall of normal human beings between you and this drunk asshole is going to bother you. Um, and then some days he would come in and get drunk and act like one of the drunk assholes. I mean, never at the point in which you were like, dude, you need to leave. But you'd, you know, laugh and look at his asshole and then he would go home. So, but yeah, you get that. It's, and it is really, you're just like, oh God, I feel uncomfortable as a, as a, as a third party who can yeah. semi extricate himself from this situation. I'm like, I can only imagine what the dude he's talking to feels like. So yeah, it's weird. It's, it's just fucking weird. There's not many people I would be excited to meet. Um, I actually put him on that list just because he, I was eight years old when I started watching him. Like he was, it's people that you're pumped on when you're a small child that it's like still kind of funny to to run into. I'm sure that makes you guys feel old <laughs> that I was eight years old watching Donovan. <laughs> but but um, so that I was that I was excited about. But once you do it, you're like, okay, I got the picture. That's funny. I'll send it to my mom. I don't need to ask him anything else. So. Did I ever tell? How I was at his birthday party once? No. Yeah, it was at the TLA. I was, oh, it, I was at his I, birthday party. Yeah, it was uh, Houdini performed and Big Daddy Kane. Can Can I tell you? Nice. Uh, do you remember the backstory behind that, Jim? No, I don't remember it. So the backstory behind. No, I literally that was, like do not remember anything. Sorry, guys. Go ahead. The back The backstory behind that was is that the Big Daddy Kane and Houdini show sold so fucking poorly. That he took it over as his birthday party because nobody bought tickets. Probably asking. And he was just like, "Look, yeah, well, I'm sure." Oh shit! Did you guys know that Nas and Wu Tang played over in Camden for like twenty bucks this weekend? Yeah, I, 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 I've seen Wu Tang. It's look. Did you know this happened? Yes, I did know this happened. I didn't know. Yeah, I I would have gone. Yeah. What the fuck kind of marketing are they doing? Well, you know, I mean, I knew long before it took before it happened. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, okay. I've seen I've seen Wu Tang before. It's no knock on Wu Tang, but seeing them live is a waste of twenty dollars. It's horrendous. Unless it's like go see the Six Man's at the beginning of a New Japan show. You just want to see your favorite dudes on stage. There then it's go. well yeah, worth. That's it. twenty bucks. That's worth it. Yeah, twenty bucks. That's worth it. But then you got to get the jersey. You had to, you know, if you were in PA, you had to get to to the go across the river and but i had a lot of uh, people came in for that show really yeah how come well, these dorks knew and i didn't they were because they also must be one of those those bands that's like there's a hundred times as many t-shirts as there are actual fans not right. saying you guys because i think the last time they came they were at the franklin music hall or mm-hmm. electric factory or whatever it was which is pretty small for but i think it was limited tickets right yeah. Pretty sure that show was like a limited ticket. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, they were really expensive those tickets. Also, I know, you, I know a girl that bought her boyfriend tickets for that show for his birthday. She said they were expensive. She didn't tell me how much she paid. Okay, Chris. You you also with the Wu Tang Clan don't know what members you're getting. Yeah, it's going to be uh, Ghostface Killer. It's going to be <laughs> Raekwon the Chef. Yeah, 
so. That's it. It's you're like a hologram of old Dirty Bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting mad at me. I did meet one of my heroes. Who was that? And um, when I Dog met the him. the bounty hunter. <laughs> just a guess. This is all he had to say to me. I blew it. You did. Yeah. Forget you it. You that queued up better. I did have it queued up perfectly. It just dropped. All right. Let's <laughs> right. talk about wrestling. Yeah, let's move on. All Fuck. right. Let's talk about wrestling real quick. Uh, New Japan has announced that Tag League and Junior Tag League are going to be together. So if you like New Japan and you like tag wrestling, Brandon, uh, it's going to be all tag matches. <laughs> I know. So we're not, I, I, we're, I guess we'll be watching. We'll get caught up on New Japan for the Christmas show. That's, we're not going to care about All it right. until then. So at least we have a break. Also, lots of stardom, but we'll talk about that next week. All right, so AEW Dynamite. So um, real quick before we get into this, uh, more supposed details of the brawl backstage. Uh, there was fighting and a chair. And is this any of this new from last week? And the biting. And... um. Uh, uh, Kenny Omega, oh, the new one. Kenny Omega was just trying to save the dog. But the big, the big news is that they're suspended, and CM Punk is injured again. Probably the biggest draw, CM Punk, and he's injured. And there you go. Tony Khan announced it uh, on Dynamite, and then he announced a tournament for the World Championship. It'll only be people who have held titles. I don't remember who the fuck is in it. One thing on that real quick, Jim, before you move on. They have that video game coming out, Fight Forever. Mm -hmm. The center athlete on the cover is CM Punk, and right behind him is Kenny Omega. I'm wondering if they're going to change that in the coming months or if that will impact this rollout. We'll have to keep an eye on that. I'm willing to bet that that artwork is fucking done. It wouldn't take much, unless it's in post-production already. I think it's already in post yeah. I have no idea, but well, here's yeah, the they thing. fucking fire the guy. He's already he's gone six months before the game comes out. Right. Well, well, we don't. Yeah, know, yeah. Of course, we're we're speculating. We don't know. We don't know that he's fired, right? No, 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 no. I just no, said no, if they, they fucking fire the guy, he could be gone six months before and, the thing comes yeah. out. They have an yeah, indi- Okay, real quick, they have an independent investigation happening by, I am assuming AW, whatever that means, because a woman that runs financial or something was there. It wasn't just wrestlers. So now it's not involving just the talent and the talent managers. There's a woman that's involved in financial that was there. So they're bringing in somebody to investigate and get to the bottom of it. I have a yeah, feeling that it's either we're going to get nothing or someone is getting fired. That also, sounds like all the options. Clear, like, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, not to interrupt you. Just to be clear, the Kenny Omega's group has all been punished. Mm-hmm. We have no resolution on the CM Punk A Steel side of things. Yeah, we don't know anything. Right now. Nakazawa's uh suspended the redheaded guy Pat Buck or whatever the fuck his name is, he's suspended. Um there you go. And the talents is actual A Steel suspended. VP Larry, level employees suspended. that got in a fist fight. Yeah. They're okay. They're just suspended. The independent contractor that you that you pay he might be fired, but the, the, somehow the people that are supposed to be running this company that got in a fucking fist fight. No big deal there. Anyway, uh, what were you going to say, Chris? Japan, by the way. Go ahead, Chris. So, um, can I make a prediction coming out of this? Sure, why not? Okay. Nakazawa 
Ace mm-hmm. Steel, and whoever the other guy is. Who's the other guy? Johnny Pat Rods. Buck. Pat Buck, all fired. That uh, is his name, right, Pat Buck? Who cares? Joe Buck, all fired. Pat O'Brien. And um, it's it's the old, you don't matter, you're fired thing. That's Pat Buck. And uh, everybody else will go back to work. You The, uh, the question I have is, how long is the shipping going on? Apparently, these guys don't like each other at all. Now it's coming out that the, the rumor is that this is, and the more you watch it and the way it unfolded, Punk had had uh, planned this to do this. He's been practicing this. He's been talking about it. <laughs> what he mentioned beforehand, I didn't see this. Yeah, he was premeditated. He said something about, you know, wait till the press conference or something like that. So this oh, okay. So. But I mean, that's that's premeditating what you were going to say at a press conference, right? I mean, why the fuck are these whatever that press is. conferences? I don't know. Why are we not... treating it like a real sport? It's not a fucking real sport. Do it he like you Japan, where the dudes are backstage, they're in character the whole time, they're yelling. Kent is selling his book. He's got Mima Shimoda coming over and saying, "He's like, oh, I'm not going <laughs> to." Kenta's like, "I'm not going to talk about the book. I've been talking about the book the whole time. I'm talking about the book." And then Mima Shimoda goes, "Excuse me, Kenta." Uh, Mr. Kenta, uh, your book is now available on Kindle. And he goes, it is? Quickly, go out and buy it on Kindle. There you go. This is the type of shit I want. It's more entertaining. No, I wouldn't say it's more entertaining. But if you're going to treat it like a sport and then this shit's going to go down, there needs to be repercussions and we're not going to wait months for it. Go ahead, Brandon. He did, now that you say that, force his entry into that where he came out and he was like, hey, you're a, you're a reporter, right? You're friends with Cole Cabana. He's like, no, I'm, I mean, I did like an improv thing with him a couple of years ago. He's like, yeah, you still talk to him? He's like, no. Like he was banking on the guy going yes so he could lead into his his tangent, and then he just forced it, wedged it in anyway, which does make it feel more predetermined that this is what he was doing on. He's like a uh, comedian or something. He wants to tell his joke, and he's like, hey, anybody here from uh, Buffalo? It, it, Buffalo and they're nope. They're like, okay, well I was just in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris, thoughts on any of this? Any more thoughts? Yeah, I, it just dawned on me when we were just talking about it. All this is just so fucking stupid. It's just so fucking boring. I'm not even going to say stupid. No, it was it's fun really, last week, but man, it's I'm really over fucking it this week. boring. <laughs> uh, it's really boring. I have more to say about this. We'll wait till we talk about AEW because I got more to say about this after the fact. A hey, steal. Just kill him. Who is he? Who gives a fuck? Get out. Ring of former Ring of Honor competitor, Ace Steel. Mm. Oh man, that rap was gonna be good. Um all right, what Still else? Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Donovan McNabb did send dick pics in twenty seventeen he was exposed for they were sexting a makeup artist, a stylist for NF, uh, NFL network. It was this woman named Jamie Cantor. It was a bunch Cantor. of people were doing it. They were just harassing the shit out of her. Warren Sapp yeah. pulled his dick out and took a piss in front of Oh, her. I remember this now. Uh, uh, McNabb asked her if she was a squirter. Asked her if, <laughs> when she gets, will you come to dinner with me? Spelled very cleverly. Why don't you come over <laughs> after work? Clever spelling. So bad. Capitalized. Horrible human beings. There you go. Okay. Uh, AW. Okay, so he announces the, uh, the tournament. Um, and you guys are going to have to refresh me on a lot of this. Um, let's see who's involved. Uh, seven-time world champion Chris Jericho, AW world champion, world tag team champion Hangman Adam Page, six-time world champion Brian Danielson, all-time longest reigning DDT champion Darby Allen, 
three-time TNT champion Sammy Guerrero, and three-time world champion John Moxley, fighting in a huge series of matches starting last Wednesday. Thoughts? Do we want to talk about it? Talk about the matches? We can just talk about the matches and stuff, too, before we could talk about MJF. Hmm. Is there anything to talk about? Do we, what, Brian yeah. Danielson went through? Who the hell did he beat? Yeah. Hangman, gonna have to uh, help me here. Hangman. Took Hangman right off the, right out in the beginning. Um, yeah. I was very surprised by it, but, you know, I, I figured I would be disappointed at the end. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I'll say it right off the bat with these guys in this position. It, 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 you can't, I like Mox. I don't want him to win because now we're not even prog- progressing. We're just, all right, all this fucked up shit happened. Let's just go back to where we were before it happened. Right. You know, so, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, any anybody without the title and then a series of serious fucking contenders and sparse usage, not on TV every fucking week for Brian Danielson will be a complete fucking letdown. Meaning, I don't want to see him fucking wrestle anybody that isn't legit, hasn't been around for a fucking while. I don't want to see the captain guy. I don't want to see a member of the Acclaim wrestling for the title. I don't want to see Eliminator matches. I want to see this dude and fucking long-winded, serious, fucking down and dirty fucking storylines. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way that this is uh, this is going to work. Everybody else, I don't give a shit who it is. Anybody else that it, that 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 would get that title. Um, I mean, you know, put it on Jericho, fucking great. And there's a common thread between the three dudes that you could put that title on, mm-hmm. uh, all of which, and it's starting to occur to me that if you kind of didn't work for WWE or New Japan in serious, uh, a serious fashion at one point in your career, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm sorry. You have no concept of storytelling. It's just becoming painfully obvious. There's a few dudes, Darby Allen, one of them, a few of the other guys, um, but yeah, no, nobody on this roster is of any interest to me anymore. And if Danielson doesn't win, then it's just, what the fuck are we doing? I want to see real shit. And I think that's the only way you're going to get it where it's not going to felt retread. Very good. Yeah. Hangman Page is in there playing the role of kind of what the fuck is going on here, which he's been playing for most of the last year at this point. Um, when they get knocked onto their heels, this is where they expose themselves as like not really having any writers. Um, John Moxley comes out and he wants to, he's going to fight anybody anytime. And this is his belt, but then he gets a, a, a buy. He takes a week off mm-hmm. that. What about that character that wants to fight any beat everybody's ass every week and doesn't care? Oh, then I'll take a vacation day. Sure. I don't need to, to be in. It's just strange. just weird shit. This is fake storyline. Um, I, th- th- these characters wouldn't do these things. Uh, that was that was like my original thought on it. They don't address why the belts have been vacated in any way, shape, or form. Not I understand there's a legal case going on. You can't say what's actually happening, but you can say something. You don't you don't have to leave everyone completely in the dark if they just watch their TV sh- TV and they don't want to look at fucking Reddit or. How about just say due to circumstances beyond AEW's control, we have to vacate. There you go. You don't need an exact answer. Give me something. The they were just going to be like, nothing happened. And what Everything you do by you not doing that the last six funnel months, everyone. Everything that just happened for the last six months doesn't matter because we're resetting now. Right. By rumor doing is, that, what you do quick, is you funnel quick, everyone. Real, sorry, sorry. Real quick, the rumor is, is that um, Danielson and Jericho were supposed to go on vacation after and be off for like a month after the pay-per-view. And since all this shit went down, they were called back in to do this tournament. So I, wouldn't expect, I, I don't expect them to win it. 
if that's true. If you're trying to suspend disbelief, good for you. But I don't think they're going to win it. Go ahead, Chris. Or Brandon, you finish your thought. Yeah, you finish your thought. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, by not saying anything, that now funnels everyone off of their eyes off of the TV and into their phone, and now they're reading for 25 minutes all this shit. If by chance, if you were lived under, under a rock and didn't know, you not saying anything pulls everybody out of the TV show and for 25 fucking minutes. So just say something. It's simple. I don't know. I just uh, Tony Khan not being able to make up an episode of a TV show really uh, shined here, despite some of the the good performances uh, throughout the two hours. You thought that, like, okay, so Tony brings in all these people and he's, like, signing them as, you know, talent relations and whatever the hell terms they use for professional wrestling. You would think he would delegate some of this shit and we'd have a little bit cleaner, a cleaner show. I'm not going to say that the show was bad. The show was entertaining, but the the, the storyline aspect of it was, it's a little difficult. Yeah, this is our way out of everything. Tournament time. Tournament. Local guy. Tournament. Local guys got to compete for a belt, which uh, whatever. Right. It all. It's also like there's no structure to the AW besides their pay per views. There's no structure to their season, so to say. Their yearly. Like you watch other companies, even new, even WWE, they have specific events that happen every year that they can book around. New Japan does it. They're the perfect example. They got a spring tournament. In New Japan Cup, they got a, a summer tournament, G1 Climax, and then they had the tag team tournaments and the junior tournament at the end of the year to fill the hole until they get to their big show. WWE has the Royal Rumble. They don't have a structure like this where they can say, all right, we're, we're kind of, oh, fuck, we're booked into a corner. Oh, don't worry about it. In a month, we can just bullshit because in a month, we got G1 Climax. We can figure it all out in there. They don't have that. So it's every time something goes wrong, someone gets hurt, there's, uh, you know, a, a fucking chair and a dog in a, a fist fight. It's suddenly like, oh, shit, what do we do? We don't know what to do. Okay, uh, right. tournament time. So, and that forces me to go because there's no actual plan or schedule. Why would Brian Danielson want to be in this tournament and have to face all three of these guys to get a shot to face MJF when he could just wait this out and beat MJF, who within the, the kayfabe or whatever, is clearly worse than all of these people. Mm-hmm. He doesn't ever win clean and, and uh, isn't nearly as talented. I don't know, because they have to have a tournament of something, because someone must must fight. It, it yeah. like doesn't really make any sense. There's no timing to anything, so it just happens because it has to happen. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. You must fight. Yeah. This is a show now, about fighting. Now you must fight. Um... I disagree with you uh, just because of my old uh, – I, I fall back to the 80s wrestling mind, Jim, that um, I think you could still have – even if these guys were supposed to take a month vacation, that's even better for them. They, one of those dudes win the title. He won the title. And then you don't see them for a little bit. When they come back with that belt, it makes it all that more special, right? I mean you maybe even can can some promos and do stuff like that before the fact, have them go away, and then they come back and wrestle in a month against – it's going to be MJF, you would assume, because he's got this stupid-ass poker chip. But, um, you know, it, it's I, – I think you could still get away with that. Um, you know, one of the great things that you learn if you – well, I mean, I don't even know how to frame this, but how do I say it? Uh, you were saying about Tony Khan. You know, know what you don't know. This is the analytics, head of analytics for the Jacksonville Jaguars who who likes wrestling and whose dad's got a lot of money. That's who he is, right? 
starts a wrestling company. You don't know shit. Know what you don't know. Hire people that are not going to take advantage of you. I wanted to talk. We talked about this briefly last week, and I think maybe this may have come into play. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't come into play, which is his old man stepping in and saying, hey, you can't let these guys do this shit. Or else you're going to completely lose control of this whole fucking thing, whether you're just going to be the money man, you know, and I was thinking about this today. Uh, you know, you say what you will about fucking gross ass Vince as far as him as a human being fucking trash bag. But this is a guy that managed to, you know, I mean, look, there was a lot of crap in 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 WWF and WWE, admittedly. Right. We all know that. But there were some fucking fantastic moments during there. And one of the reasons why is because you had a singular vision as to what was supposed to be going on. Everything got filtered through a singular vision. Now, at the end, it went off the rails and it kind of became super predictable. It was the same shit over and over. I get it. But in those heydays, even through, I mean, in the in the Hulkamania, early WrestleMania days and all the way through Attitude Era and all this other stuff, say what you will about like ruthless aggression. They still had a singular vision, one man's vision as the way that this is supposed to go. And I think you just have too many cooks, too many people think that they're the boss. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the, the EVPs aren't stripped of those positions. Going forward, I mean, what do they do as EVPs, right? I I don't know. I mean, well, we're if not. The, if I'm the rumor is there. that Omega is in charge of the women's division since he's been back, it's been way better since they got rid of. In three weeks, it's gotten way better. So well, please, I mean, please don't take that that title away from him. But go ahead. Well, that doesn't. Hey, listen, that doesn't make you an EV. I mean, that you could be head of the win, women's division, or yeah, hey, listen, maybe the Omega situation is true. Maybe Omega was just trying to grab the dog, and he didn't want to get involved in this situation. Maybe he was the one that was there making sure everything didn't go the way it fucking went. Sometimes you fail, right? I mean, if he's good at that job, but it, it you know. And you are right. I mean, I didn't know that he was the head of the women's division. I think we talked about it before, but I forgot. But you're 100% correct that it's been much better since he's been, you know, been doing it. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, you know, all this shit, everything top to bottom, I'll say it now, everything top to bottom on this show is I feel like I'm forcing myself to like any of it. You know, like it's like, oh, I really like these guys that are involved. So let me like the pro product. Let me tell you something, man. In the grand scheme of things, through a majority, other than a select few uh, 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 characters on the show, uh, a select few wrestlers on the show, this is overall been complete garbled, muddled bullshit. If it was any other television show written like this, it would have been canceled a long time ago. Final thoughts on, I guess, the uh, title tournament, Brandon? Yeah, uh, I'll just. I guess my final thought is, despite how I I agree with Chris, I try my best to when that match is happening and it's Hangman Page and Brian Danielson enjoy it for what it is, and yeah. I am able to do that. And I thought that was like an entertaining thing to be watching. So, I th- I think you're correct, Chris. Um, there are still bright spots in here, which is why I think we continue to talk about it more than any of the other shows. Yeah, there definitely is. I don't I. This is the most entertaining professional wrestling we're going to get. I mean, that's all there is to it. And as professional wrestling fans, we are fans of the show. It just, at times you're just like, oh man, what the fuck? 
we come on here and we bitch about it. If we came on here and we pre- praised it constantly, would it be fun to listen to? Probably not. Well, uh, the other thing, too, like I was – when we watched the pay-per-view, right, uh, you know, to what Brandon said. So you watched Brian Danielson and Hangman, and you're waiting for that thing. You know, when it's done right, the shit that you don't fucking care about, uh, Swerving Our Glory versus The Acclaim, Which if it's great. done right, becomes the best fucking thing on the show. Right. When you looked at that pay-per-view, did you say to yourself, oh, you know what match is going to be fucking great? Acclaimed versus uh, Swerving Our Glory. You know what I said? This will be a good piss break. Yeah. But luckily, I took one earlier, and I didn't have to fucking take one, and it was the best match on the show. And it was one of the better matches that they've had all year, not through action in the match, but how judge, judging based on solely based on how surprised I was and how much how invested I was in the finish of it. And disappointed I was when it didn't go the way I thought it. Sh- I wanted it to go. Right, right, right. You know? Uh, MJF's back, by the way. He came out, and he did a babyface promo, and then <laughs> basically admitted that he uh, he only did it because Tony Khan paid him a bunch of money, and he said he would do it. Mox comes out and confronts him. This was pretty fucking good. This is a good little segment. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know if I would say what MJF did was good, but it's what he does well. I was laughing because I was thinking of Chris just you know going almost word for word through what he was going to do when he came out and he takes the jersey off. And, oh, your team sucks. He's yeah. <laughs> flossing it up his butt crack and then uh but I thought John Moxie was really good here. Um, yeah, the was. stronger of the two for sure. And all of a sudden you're 20 minutes in and it's like, okay, now we've had no wrestling, just straight promos and it was entertaining which yeah. we never get from this no yeah it's the wwe uh the old wwe i guess the old wwe <laughs> fucking uh 20 minute promo at the beginning of the show but if you do it well and you have the guys come out there and you're like here you go that's what i want you to talk about and you have somebody that's like so connected to the crowd like john moxley is and mjf the crowd loves mjf um yeah this was like it felt like a restart which was good that's good great awesome thoughts chris no, I, I concur with everything you just said. I did like the fact that MJF came out with all the hype of the crowd and everybody loved him. And then he, I mean, it was obvious he was going to do what he did, but I he know, did it what was, he did. Wasn't it bizarre it was that him acting like a babyface was fucking bizarre? Like, it was, it's, it'll never work. Yeah, it was so fucking bizarre. The funny thing was, is that, you know, it, it <laughs> Moxley comes out. And it's to what you just said that it's so bizarre that it'll never work as a ba- MJF will never work as a babyface. Moxley comes out and basically says, "You get the fuck out of here. You don't belong in here. Like this isn't the time or the place for your shit. Get out." And he leaves. Yeah. Because I am no, I have, I am no match for you, and I'm a fucking coward. I am out of here. So that was great. I handled this well. Um, you know, I mean. We'll see. It, 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 hopefully, it just you know maybe they'll do another twelve labors of whoever wins the championship. Uh, you know, whatever. AW World uh, Trios Championship match. This was also stripped, obviously, because suspensions. Um, so we get Death Triangle versus Best Friends with uh, Orange Cassidy and a fun fucking match. Trios matches are fun, and uh, Death Triangle wins. And they had like a genuine hug off in the middle of the ring. This is fucking pretty cool, Brandon. God. I think Death Triangle works here. Uh, you can get excited to watch them event against anybody any week. Chuck Taylor, buddy. Jesus. <laughs> he's got that skinny fat body where he's yeah, he like, does. He's fucking great. 
I love it. He's a really good wrestler yeah. too. He and he's athletic as fuck, and he just doesn't care. Yeah, the, that's like what my fear is of looking like when I, if I was ever on television. There you go. You could see him in Temple Town. You just want to go drink in a bar up there? You'll see him. He's up there. You have no tone to you. Like, no tone. Your arms are skinny, but, like, you're, like, barrel-chested somehow all at the same time. Like, it's like tall Tomohiro yeah. <laughs> and don't And don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, he wears, like, the long pants singlet, right? Yeah. Or is he? She's not shirtless, is he? No, 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 yeah, no he, he, he wears, like, Eddie exactly. kingston kind of, but yeah. more wrestling, less street fight dude gear right right yeah oh god so good kentucky gentleman and he's tagged with fucking beretta who's shredded yeah, <laughs> yeah. really good looking and really shredded and that's who he's tagged uh, with. fat ugly guy with skinny arms with i love him <laughs> he's great. fucking great um uh penelope ford versus tony storm penelope ford is ford is back holy shit um good match too and uh, a good uh Tony Storm's your champ, and I'm going to job this person out match. This was good. I like this. Yeah. That's what that was. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize Kenny Omega was booking the women's as, That's as of the late, rumor. We yeah. don't fuck. We'll never know. But, yeah, he's been booking. Well, he was gone for a while. When he got injured and he had his vertigo and everything, he went home. Mm-hmm. And there was a marked <laughs> decline in the women's wrestling when Riho and Hikaru Shida and um, uh Penelope Ford, remember that fucking death match where she, where uh, the bunny did split skis in the, into the tag. Oh, like that God. was amazing, uh, you know. And then from that point on, it suddenly went. Womp, womp, womp. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, I don't know why Kip Sabian was wearing a box. That's his thing. Uh, over his head, but uh, other than that, is that what is? It? See, how would I even remember? I don't know. I haven't seen the guy in a fucking year. He was been at ringside <laughs> for every show since he's been hurt with the box on his head. Yeah, because you're both times we went. Yeah. I remember I asked, who's that guy with the box on his head? Jim was like, oh, that's Kip Sabian. Remember he wears the box on his head? I was like, (laughs) Like, no, I don't. He would go out. He'd stand out by the, you know, where the, um, when you go in and. This is like uh, Alex Hopper Hunting's 2.0. Like, I've never seen this guy in my fucking life. (laughs) Cody's out there signing stuff, you know, where he was standing when he walked into the Temple Stadium. Next to him okay. would be a guy with a box on his head. Yeah, he was there. But he wouldn't sign anything. He just had the box on his head. That's him. There you go. <laughs> okay. There you go. Um, what else do we want to talk about on this? Nothing. There really is nothing. much of anything to talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, ROH Championship. Uh, Wheeler Universe, Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia wins. Oh, yeah. Good match. Good. Brandon. I guess these guys will get better at some point. Um, <laughs> they're just not happening right in front of my eyes here. So I, I barely, I have watched this at this point. We've just seen them every single week and it's just, oh, this is what they're using to fill in because they don't know what they're doing. Um, the Ring of Honor has no equity built up with me right now. No. Um, I was trying to think of it. It's like the dead. It's like uh, what is it, Toys R Us or fucking something that is like now inside of other department stores. Mm-hmm. It's like this is the dead brand. This is like this is the dead brand inside of the the active brand. And I'm like, <laughs> this doesn't mean anything to me. Like, just let this go somewhere else. I don't uh, unless you want to put it on Brian Danielson and let him fucking dominate with it for a while and have, have it build something up on this show. I don't care about the uh, pure fucking bozo title or whatever it's called. <laughs> 
Uh, this, I, I mean, to defense of this, it was a good match. Just a shameless thing. To, to, defend, to the defense of this match, which was good. It was entertaining. The crowd really seemed to be into uh, Danny Garcia winning. I was gassed by the end of this fucking show. Like, there was so much anticipation building into the show that, oh, my God, they someone was bitten backstage. I can't wait for them to talk about it. And then by the time, after the first hour, I was like, I don't care about any of this. Man, I don't care about any of this. I don't care about any of this. I was just exhausted. I was like, eh, they didn't give me what I wanted, so I was tired. Go ahead, Chris. Well, also remember, Daniel Garcia is from Buffalo, so yeah, that yeah. was uh, part of the, I'm sure, the part of the crowd being really into it. Yeah. Jericho's reaction uh, of Brian Danielson attempting to steal his child was fucking, was say what you will. Yeah, say what you will. The dude is is one of the greatest, like, out-of-the-ring character actors in fucking professional ring, Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. or professional wrestling, Chris Jericho. So, like, you know, he, um, but, yeah, same way. I, you know, they had this big lead-up to just a colossal fucking fart, right? I mean, it was just like, oh, all this <laughs> stuff happened. Now, the only way that I'll be okay retroactively with that, I'm not even addressing any of this stuff, and it'll be like, it'll make more sense, is if going forward, we're not doing this anymore. What's that? Meaning, if it happens backstage, it's our fucking business, no one else's. Kick all those fucking Meltzer-esque idiots the fuck out. Just think. Think how easy it would have been to solve all these problems if they just all sat around a table and discussed it instead of building hate for each other and then getting in a fist fight in the backstage. That's usually what happens, right? Like, Tony Khan, come on. I know you're listening. Step it up. You're the leader. You got to get these guys together to sit down and, and you you all want to make money? Cool. Work together. You don't you don't have to like each other. No, no. I don't like everybody I work with. Well, yeah, I like everybody I work with. I don't like all my customers. I can't stand fucking seventy five percent of them. So, but I know I have to I have to work along with them to uh, to make money, and that's how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. All right, final thoughts on uh, this week of uh, Dynamite, Bryn? No, d- don't fire Ace Steel. I bring him out in the goddamn straitjacket. I'm into it. Yes. I don't want to see him gone. <laughs> he needs like 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 a steel catcher's mitt or catcher's helmet on him. His mask. Like he's behind it. You can still see his face. Metal. <laughs> Metal teeth. A steel. A steel mask. There you go. That could be the most entertaining character that they have if CM Punk has Larry and a like human dog with a um, like, metal mask on. I'm telling you, what they should do is like fucking Snoop Dogg, doggy style, fucking, uh, what was the song? The one fucking where he turns into a dog. Oh, the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the Animorphs. They need those, they need those fucking level special effects. They got to Animorph them. Of fucking Ace Steel just being like, let me tell you something. It turns into fucking dog. Sorry, I know you guys are over it, but that was probably the only thing I got a kick out of in pro wrestling for the second week in a row. I was like, this guy just looks so fucking crazy. He bit Kenny Omega. (laughs) He bit him. All right, so this week on Dynamite, we get John Moxley versus Sammy Guerrero. We get Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. We also get Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker, DMD, and Serena Deeb. 
There you go. Serena D back in the picture. Yep. I think a lot of their how's that knee holding up? Thing's got a lot of braces on. It's got like twenty five. Serena D's like yoga. Q and on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Jesus. That just equates Q and on. And Marty Skrull is her husband. Marty Skrull. There was a picture going around that Matt Riddle took with all these dudes training jujitsu, and Marty Skrull was in it. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, "Is that dude a pedophile? (laughs) Like, what are you, what are you doing? What the fuck is wrong with people?" There you go. So, final thoughts this week. I don't like anybody. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. You can continue. I don't give a shit. I was, was going to say, I don't like anybody enough, anybody enough, that if you're a fucking pedophile, I'm going to be like, yeah, but I mean, he's a good guy. Oh, man. <laughs> or like, you know, like, they hit women. There you go. Yeah, you can I was thinking on. about Brian Danielson, and I'm like, he, like, especially if he was, has to go on fucking, he's supposed to be going on vacation. Like, he probably has flights booked and a, a cabana somewhere. And he's like, no, you, you're going to Buffalo, and he's sitting there in the back with Hangman Page. Going okay, you uh you do the buckshot lariat with your right arm, right? Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna work your right arm throughout the match, and this is gonna be the story that we're gonna fucking tell because nobody else on this show tells any story in the ring with any of their matches. <laughs> like, okay, here we are in Buffalo, New York again. Uh, I guess I'll I'll run a quarter of this goddamn event. Yeah, that's uh that's another rumor that was out there that Danielson and Mox sat everybody down and they had a like team like a employee meeting pretty much. Employees only, talent only meeting. And Daniel said, "Those are good guys to do it." Yeah, to fucking work for WWE. How about that? Uh, Jericho too. He was involved. You worked for a real company. This is how real companies work. This isn't a fucking gymnasium, you idiots. Yeah, this isn't fucking armory somewhere. Yeah. Um, I did hear an audio clip. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know if you guys heard this. It was on Twitter. It was an audio clip from Cody Rhodes doing Jericho's podcast. Oh yeah, the old one. Yeah, about punk. yeah, yeah. And, and, and punk. <laughs> Apparently, there was a problem in WWE where the talent was throwing trash all over the place. <laughs> and the fucking and the fucking punk said, as a locker room leader, he called himself a locker room leader. I know that. As a locker room leader, I'm asking you not to throw your trash anywhere on the floor. Make sure you throw it in the trash can. <laughs> Booker T got up, ate whatever he was eating, and threw his trash on the fucking floor right, right in front feet. of him walked away. Yeah. And Punk didn't attack him, which is strange. This is before he was MMA, MMA man. Can we – let's get into MMA man. Okay. Because <laughs> Bobby Fish had a lot to say about MMA man, and yeah. he was fucking right yes, with some did. of the shit he said. Bobby Fish has the same opinion that I do that if you're going to do shit, know how to do it. Right. It's when I always scream about that's not a knee bar. It's a fucking ankle lock. If you're going to do it, if you're trying to get that like that, that connection to reality, don't go as far away from reality as possible in certain aspects, especially when it's not the when it's the in ring stuff. I don't give a shit about the out. I don't care if you turn into a phantom like the Undertaker and fly away. If it's outside the ring, who gives a fuck? Um, I he. He was a fucking white belt in jiu-jitsu when he fought Mickey Gall and got the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> I didn't know this because I never heard the, the, the audio. I just saw the fight. And then I heard the audio one time, and, and Rogan's comment, and he says, this is a brown belt fighting a one white belt. He's a dead man. Like, this is not going to go well for him. And he, and he got destroyed. Then he was, for some reason, the 
commentator, color commentator for CFFC, which I believe is, I could be butchering this. I think it's partially promoted or owned by Daniel Gracie, but he was the color commentary and he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about then. So like, I think it's time we drop the MMA. I mean, like, dude, if I fucking, if I go out back, we, we, we have people over the house and we're there until night and we light a fire. And then at the end of the night, everybody leaves and I take a hose and I spray the fire. That does not make me a fucking firefighter. <laughs> right. Can we drop this? Like, really, can we just fucking drop this? If you're going to use this, I was an MMA fighter shit in in wrestling and it has nothing to do with the integrity of mma because if anybody watched ufc this week it was a fucking clusterfuck it has nothing to do with the integrity of mma or any of this other shit if you're gonna say these things at least know how to do the shit right you know that kick where he popped his foot was the fucking worst kick i had ever seen this guy is supposed to be a muay thai mma fighter yeah it's fucking terrible there you go. You know, like Tanahashi is supposed to be the ace of the fucking universe. You know what Tanahashi looks like? Fucking glory descended from the fucking planet from the solar system and landed in Japan. That's what that guy looks like. That's true. Right? Who knows what Kota Ibushi is supposed to be? But you know what? He's he looks Phoenix. like some dude that nobody knows what he's supposed to be. He's a Muay Thai guy. But you know what I mean. What, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like. Yeah you're the best jericho is supposed to be some sort of aged rock and roller guess what he is other than a wrestler yeah, he's rock and roller. roller yes he is it works john moxley's a uh a nut job he's a nut job in real life nut job in real life there you go well they always say just it's your personality turned up to 11 yep cm punk's yeah. a fucking dork he you know turn he, it he's up fucking he's just be a fucking just be just be fucking holier than now, uh, straight edge, straight edge society. Hello, jerk off. That was one of his best gimmicks. Was straight edge society. The pipe bomb. When he did the pipe bomb, he was just being a prick. Just be yeah. a prick. Just be a prick. Don't man. be an MMA guy, Brandon. I agree, and the, but the space that he currently feel, filled, uh, John Moxley kind of fills mm-hmm. most of and better at this point. Not saying that what he could do, but what he was doing as of late in AEW, and it's not that different than what they have. Right. You had John Moxley was a perfect encapsulation of where they should be with CM Punk and what this dude, you know, is best at doing and why he doesn't do it all the time. I don't understand. John Moxley comes out on the heart and soul. Good. You be the heart and soul. Be the dollars and cents. Dickhead. Yeah, be that way though. Dickhead. Yeah. Be that way all the time. You can be a babyface and be a dickhead. Just be a dickhead all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he did do that, to be fair. He was being a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> all right. Um, oh. Uh, uh, Taka Tai Chi Mania is a show that uh, Taka Michinoku and Tai Chi from New Japan put on. And uh, it's pay-per-view, but it's showing up on New Japan, Pro, uh, New Japan World soon after the pay-per-view time limit goes up so i guess about five days but the main event was el desperado versus deathmatch legend jun kasai and apparently it was disgusting i've seen photos of it i'm into oh, it no. apparently the entire card was amazing i'll check it out and i'll let you guys know 
But there you go. What are we covering for Stardom next week? Uh, we got two pay-per-views over the weekend. So um, who fought? Julia versus Mayoi Watani. I'm not going to give away spoilers until we watch it. Um, Sayakami Tani fought uh, Suzu Suzuki. And then day two, we got Suzu Suzuki versus Mayoi Watani. And I forget what the other big match was. But there was some good shit in there. We'll check it out. Nice. All yeah. right. Good stuff. So we don't have to keep... Because we're in the doldrums of fucking... AEW now, until so I guess we can watch these, this tournament, these tournament matches, but the rest, how much of it doesn't matter. So, I mean, there you go. Any final thoughts, Brandon? No, I'm good, man. I think we hit our hour here, despite having absolutely nothing of interest going on. Yeah, we talked about Game of Thrones, we talked about Lord of the Rings, we talked about the good shit that's going on on TV. Chris, final thoughts? I got a nothing. Let's move on. Yeah. Thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling It's Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Wrestling It's Hard Productions. And uh, for Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim, and we'll be back here next week. Mm-hmm.